0: Holy fuck! That was diabolical! Welcome to the Diabolical 7, it's Entertainment Talks Podcast for the boys on Amazon Prime. I'm your host, Matthew, and this is for Season 1... Sorry, Season 2, Episode 4, Nothing Like It in the World, Season 2, Episode 4. Um, I thought this was a much better episode than... Almost all three of the episodes last week. I feel like, um... It was quite a good idea actually to bundle the first, first three episodes of the season together as sort of one big three hour premiere uh, and then kind of have things, you know, slow down a little bit and have this episode come out as, as the fourth one. I thought that was uh, quite a good idea. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, one of the things that I mentioned last week, which is that the show's got too many characters, it still feels like a problem. But the screen time felt slightly better managed this week. I felt like they focused on the things more that they needed to. Because you've mostly got bits and pieces with Homelander and Stormfront or Liberty. And you've got a lot of stuff here with Annie and Milk and uh, Huey as well. So I thought that was uh, well handled like screen time wise. I thought that it was really really cool to see Homelander clash with Stormfront I thought that was quite surprising actually I did think that Homelander would be a bit more ruthless there but he sort of backed down a bit and well after he you know lit up his eyes or whatever I uh, thought that was good I thought that the aftermath with Kimiko and her brother um, and her brother, her brother dying last week I thought was really good and uh, Frenchie sort of uh, stopping her I thought was really good and obviously Stormfront is uh, completely in the eye of the media I thought that was really good and uh, yeah because she probably would have I mean she wouldn't have killed Kimiko in that scene because obviously she would have then publicly killed someone but uh she certainly wouldn't have it w- it wouldn't have been a success for Kimiko so I thought, I thought that was really good I thought the twist with um Homelander and uh Madeline was really good because you've got kind of a double twist there because you're kind of wondering what's going on at the start and then you realize it's the doppelganger character uh and the crazy power personal power struggle at the end of the episode I thought was really quite incredible and him being able to kill someone who looks like himself was I think quite a statement. I am enjoying what they're doing a lot with Homelander in this season and especially with what they seem to be doing so far which is him having a power struggle because there's both uh Giancarlo Esposito's character from last week who got introduced. He's not in this episode. um, And with Stormfront and him saying to her, like, oh, yo, I'm the leader of the seven and you need to back off and this and that. And Stormfront kind of saying to him about, like, OK, I've got soldiers, you've got fans, which is, I felt like a way of sort of poking him a bit. Um... Because I kind of wonder... I mean, Homelander probably could kill Stormfront. Um, I don't know about the other way around. I, I think Stormfront probably could kill Homelander in some way, shape or form. But I feel like Homelander is more... Just power-wise, more, more powerful um, than, than her. But she does seem pretty powerful herself. So I, I don't know if, if they did have a fight. Which I thought they were almost going to in that scene. I thought he was just going to like grab her and fly out the window and start fighting or something but uh, that was very much a sort of dialogue battle between the two of them but um, I, I liked a lot more what they did with Homeland Homelander this week um, and it felt less like the Homelander show this week as opposed to the first three episodes uh, I did like a lot of the focus on Huey and Annie and what was going on there I thought what was going on with Billy was really good with um, the struggle with him and what is his wife's name Becca uh becca butcher and everything and them kind of talking about what to do with ryan i thought was really good and you can understand both sides of things i think with them you know billy's concerned about like okay he's a uh well he says soup we know that he means super um and like what do they do about that and the fact of uh becca saying to him you know if if you back away from ryan and he sides more towards his father you've then got Two supers to deal with, and Homelander, I think on his own is is enough to deal with um so I thought that was really good. I really did like the the little scene with um Black Noir and this this office lady. I thought she wasn't really given a name um I thought that was good, and that was kind of funny um i I like what they're doing with Black Noir a lot. I just want to see a bit more of him, but he seems to sort of be. A very sparing sort of character. A very sort of like... Okay, when he's on the screen, make the most of him. Because he's not Homelander. He's not Queen Maeve. He's not, you know... Um, Billy. He's not Huey or Annie. Like these these big characters in the series. Um, and I would like to see him get, get a little bit more bit more screen time. And maybe say something eventually. Uh, I mean, like I've said before, I haven't read these books. So I don't know anything about these characters really. And like what they change into. Or what kind of happens with them. But... Uh, I think that's gonna be a fan favourite kind of scene with uh with Black Noir and him kind of investigating and, and whatnot and uh yeah, thought that was thought that was really good. Uh I almost kinda of wonder like if you let's say you did like a spin off series with him and it's just him going on assignments, not not saying anything, him just going on assignments, taking people out or interacting people with people like that. Uh, i think that could be quite uh, quite entertaining as well but uh no i i like his character a lot we just he's very mysterious obviously and uh, i thought that was that was quite good uh it, it's it's one of them performances where um it's all in the all in the body language i mean he can't even really do any sort of facial expression sort of acting because he's he's got his helmet or his mask on or whatever and he can't do that. I know he's sort of like in one of the in, in that scene at the end when he sees Billy on the camera and he sort of tilts his head to the side and stuff like that. He's very the actor is very what's the actor's name? Let me see if uh uh, Nathan Mitchell, Black Noir, he's very restricted with what he's able to do, but he still does quite a lot with what he's able to do anyway, which, uh, I think is, uh, quite a talent, so, uh, credit to him for, for, for being able to do that, um, interesting again with, I'd be interested to see, because I haven't looked up, like, any, uh, opinions from today's episode, I've just sort of, you know, got up, you know, had my breakfast and whatnot, watched the episode, and now I'm here doing the podcast, um, I haven't sort of looked up any opinions today of, of, of the episode or, or really anything. Uh, from what I can gather from last week's triple episode, um, it was, you know, an overall sort of positive consensus for uh, for the episode, which which I'd agree with as well. I still think the show's got its problems. I mean, every show's got its problem, but uh, yeah, my main problem from last week with the whole screen time with characters and stuff, I feel like was, was still was better. This week, but uh, could still do with a little bit of uh, of improvement. But uh, anyway, that's not um it's it's not one of the episodes uh, problems this week necessarily. Um, well, it is, but but not as bad as as, as last week. Uh, but I'd be very interested to see what people think of Huey and Annie because it does take a lot of screen time up this week, which um, I didn't mind. I thought it it was really good anyway, so I didn't mind how much screen time it took up. Um. Just a lot of development with the two of them, and you can clearly see that Huey has, like, fallen for her, and Annie kind of has, but not as far, but obviously Annie's a- arguably, you know, more scared of, okay, if I do team up with Huey fully, what is Homelander gonna do to me? Probably kill both myself and Huey, and uh, that's probably what she's sort of thinking, given, you know, their elevator uh, confrontation from, from, from this episode as well, uh, which was which was quite tense and uh, and very interesting so uh, just gonna take a quick break here we'll go into a bit of housekeeping and then i'll come back and talk about uh, some more of the episode see you for that in a minute hey there i'm aaron holman host of eye to eye a weekly podcast talk show all about passion i have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me hello with performing there's always a story to tell whether it's my own or not and creativity i go he's more than cute he's creative all with an lgbt twist Make sure to check out Eye to Eye, that's E-Y-E, number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in today. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, what have we got here? I did uh, three podcasts this week with Robert. Uh, One of them was our Ghost of Tsushima review, the Sucker Punch-developed Sony PlayStation... Sony published, sorry, uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive, Ghost of Tsushima. I gave it a skip rating and Robert gave it a don't skip rating, but I've put in the title just not quite. I just don't feel like it quite gets quite achieves what it wants to still a good video game still a very good video game but just not quite top tier triple a standard anyway we talked about all that and i explained my points on there uh but robert loved it he thought it was very very good uh so you can listen to the two of us talk about that uh there's, there's a spoiler free section at the start of that so if you haven't finished or started uh ghost of tsushima uh you can still listen to that as well uh new mutants finally came out uh after two years worth of delays it was shot in 2017 supposed to be released in 2018 and here we are in september of 2020 uh but i saw it uh me and robert had sort of different opinions i really liked it he was okay on it um uh, but uh you can have a listen to that as well if you want to there's a spoiler free section at the start of that podcast as well but i gave it a don't skip rating um and uh, Robert gave his own rating as well but uh, you can check that out for the New Mutants which is actually released you can go and see it in some certain places at the moment but uh, you can check that out as well Uh, me and David have kicked off the Becoming Heisenberg podcast we've already we've already recorded all of the first season it will be getting released every week on Wednesdays Uh, but we released a pilot episode this week on Wednesday season one episode one the pilot and it is in my opinion a perfect episode Um, you'll need to of course watch Breaking Bad in order to uh, listen to the podcast because it will be a dedicated spoiler podcast Um, but there will be six more episodes getting released every week on Wednesday and you can go and find it on iTunes the Becoming Heisenberg uh, podcast if you search for that or search for Breaking Bad or search for just Entertainment Talk you can find that on there and on the website of course entertainmenttalk.org but uh, excited to see what people think of that and uh, we are going to plan at some point later Uh, Once all the episodes for the season have come out uh, To do some sort of feedback podcast Because we couldn't do that at the time Because, well, nobody even knew we were recording it So, uh, yeah, but uh, there's that You can go and listen to that Uh, Gaming talk this week We talked about uh, Nintendo's Strange Treatment of uh, the Super Mario 35th Anniversary uh, with games that are going to be expiring in March. Uh, We talked about all of that and the weirdness behind that and uh, still a great selection of video games just a very weird treatment with the release of that so we discussed all that we also talked about the xbox series s which has got a release date and a price and a uh, design reveal and everything else uh, among with that as well uh, i also talked about some uh, crash bandicoot 4 stuff T1 is going to be getting added to the game uh, and we talked about a whole bunch of other stuff as well, so you can check that out on this week's gaming episode. Did the chat podcast for August 2020, um, updating on how the month went, uh, how things are going, a little bit of talk about uh, public attitude towards the coronavirus. Not too much on that, just a little bit on that. Uh, and then also in the second half of the podcast talked about our fall and autumn plans for for the re- pretty much our plans for the rest of the year so you can have a look out for that as well. So that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org lately and on podcast platforms. See so, um yeah, so go and check all that out on entertainmenttalk.org. Um so yeah, like I said good episode this week, really enjoyed it, really enjoyed what they what they did with a lot of the main characters. Um yeah, the so we didn't get too much more on Kimiko, we got obviously Frenchie try to to kiss her and that didn't go too well, Um, as we probably could have all predicted, a situation like that would go with those two particular characters, Uh, so that was interesting, Um, let's talk about the deep, Uh, of course that's kind of the, um, one of the parts of the ending of the episode as well, Um, yeah, interesting, this kind of, um, what is it they call it in America, couch casting, casting couch, The, the sort of casting couch for like a Hollywood type of thing or whatever it seemed a bit like that but this was for uh who he's going to date now and uh i can't remember the name of the character that he's with in that scene but uh she tells him like no you're gonna pick this woman but the last one that he sees is the one he's most interested in although she does seem a little bit bland so to speak uh some of the others were a little bit more um you know, enthusiastic about the situation, but uh, she says about one of the earlier women that were in the in the um, whole casting situation, and uh, he gets told that, you know, if you want to get back in with the Seven, which, I don't exactly know why you'd want to do that, but it's for, like, his image thing, and he's, be- he's being forced to do this whole situation, really, and uh, the Deep wants to get back in with the Seven, which I wouldn't really want to, if I'd been pushed out of the Seven, because, you know, Homelander alone is is a lot to deal with uh so that was quite interesting but yeah you're kind of guessing as to like okay this this these women are clearly talking to somebody and trying to like you know present themselves or whatever and you're sort of wondering throughout the episode what's kind of going on but I thought I thought that was quite interesting and quite well done um but see that that's what I mean about how to improve on screen time with characters you didn't need to spend any more time on that than what you did with the deep, I felt like that was a perfect amount of sort of screen time. And when you do have still quite a few characters and everything, um, they focused on it just enough and they did the reveal at the right sort of pace and the right sort of scene. Um I thought that was yeah, I thought that was really well handled in terms of screen time. Um you didn't <coughs> excuse me, you didn't have like you know, five minute conversations with the the deep and each sort of character and what was going on. You just had these little snippets of each each woman that came in to uh to see him and everything. So I I thought that was really, really good as well. Um what was the other thing I was going to talk about for the episode? Yeah, the ending, uh, you know, with with Homelander kind of killing the killing the doppelganger who turned into himself and was saying some interesting stuff to himself. Um again, a really kind of interesting power Uh, thing with Homelander with what's going on there and uh, I thought that was uh, that was pretty well done as well so I thought that was quite good Um, yeah Billy and uh, Becca I sort of already talked about that Uh, I think that I think there's a lot of with really everybody with Billy with Huey with Annie with Homelander with The Deep um, there's a lot of interesting power struggles going on with everybody i think most notably with homelander because obviously you've got Stormfront now that he's got to sort of contend with and everything uh, i thought that was interesting by the way with um uh the reveal that she she is liberty and she killed this uh this guy or whatever um like you know a, lot, a long time ago and everything uh so that was quite good a lot of interesting setup power wise as to what's going to kind of happen with these characters in in the future episodes. So uh overall a much better episode this week. Not that the three episodes were bad, I just thought that pacing-wise, screen time-wise, character development-wise, character development-wise, sorry, uh story-wise just a lot better this week as well. Uh the other thing I need to talk about as well is uh Queen Maeve and Homelander she kind of outs him uh sorry, he kind of outs her on on the TV as being as being gay or being lesbian and and everything. Um and uh, again, feeding into it is really kind of a theme of the season, the whole power thing. Because um, you know this this interviewer uh, Maria Maria Menounos isn't she the founder or one one of the people behind AfterBuzz TV? I've heard her name definitely before. I don't know if it's I don't actually know what she looks like, so I don't know if that is the exact same person. Uh, but I've seen her name thrown around a few times. Uh, I remember when I used to listen to some AfterBuzz uh tv stuff she used to be sort of uh doing some some of the ads and whatnot i know that she's very very heavily involved if not the founder of uh, after buzz tv Uh, she's doing a different sort of show here but uh, i definitely recognize the name um maria menounos uh but uh yeah she kind of asks homelander about you know the uh the representation the diversity of of, um, of the seven. And he's talking about, you know, A-Train, Black Noir. And then he kind of struggles from there on out. Because, you know, you've got The Deep. You've got Homelander himself. And you've got uh, some of the others in the group as well. Um, you know, Annie. And he's trying to point out, you know, the black characters in the group. A-Train, Black Noir. And then he stops. Because he realises that it's just... Um, isn't it just... Yeah, it's Homelander. Deep. Uh, Stormfront, Annie, uh, Queen Maeve—none of those are black—and he's trying to sort of figure out. He's try he, He's run out of like characters to sort of mention, and then he just outs Queen Maeve as being as being lesbian, which I thought was 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 not very nice. But uh, again, another power sort of thing from him, and him trying to make the seven look better than, than than what they are or look more sort of diverse than what they are. I thought was really interesting and he just he knows he's kind of out of people to mention. So him kind of throwing in, you know, the LGBTQ thing with uh with Queen Maeve being being lesbian, being gay and whatever, um, was just him trying to sort of push the envelope one more time. Um and uh yeah, him kind of saying to Maeve about like you know, everything that's kind of going on and everything. Um, again, him trying to really, really push for power and really trying to put put on that media face. You know, because we, we've seen how deadly he can be. You see that in this episode and we've seen it in previous episodes. But he puts on his media face um, in that scene and just casually outs uh, Queen Maeve. I don't, th- I don't think the public knew about that before. Because uh, he's seen he he sort of reveals it as if it's like a new thing. I don't I don't think the public knew about Mave um before, so uh yeah, him just being an arsehole again and Queen Maeve clearly doesn't see it coming or knows it is gonna happen. So uh yeah, just, just more sort of uh more power struggles, which I do think is a very, very interesting thing to do with the Homelander because we saw in sea, we can see kind of already, if you look at season one and look at how much power he had and no one was really competing with him and it was all going really well now you've got um you know he's lost uh what's her name he's lost madeline and he's got uh stormfront competing with him and he's kind of losing his fans or stormfront is kind of taking the public eye away from him and he hates it he really hates it and it's really really interesting plus you got Giancarlo carlos character coming in and yeah it's been a bit of a uh turmoil season for homelander so far and i really like it i really like what they're doing because i want a character like that to be challenged because someone who thinks he's got all the power and had all the power doesn't have it as as much anymore he's he's still got a lot of power obviously but uh just not as much as he had before and uh it's a brilliant thing to do with him and i can't wait to see what the rest of the season plays out uh how the rest of the season plays out like that with him so we've only got um four episodes left as well to do it which is which is really really good pacing wise so we'll see but uh that's pretty much all my thoughts on the episode really liked a lot of the things that they're doing a lot of things that this episode sort of set up for the for the rest of the season the back half of the uh second half of the season thought that was really good um so yeah, good stuff. But what did you think of this this week's episode of um, the boys? Do you disagree? Do you agree with me on certain points? Which is perfectly fine if you are on either side of of, of that or whatever the case may be. Um, what do you think? Of, what do you think of the sort of the lovey-dovey stuff with with Huey and Annie and how they they clearly want each other but can't? And the show is spending a lot of time on that. I do feel like certain members of the audience are going to hate that because it is kind of soppy romance stuff that's going on so what do you what do you what do you all kind of think of that and the whole of the the season so far let me know uh matthew with entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes but that's it that's my thoughts on this week's episode i'll be back next week with episode five episode five already out of eight but that's what happens when you start off with three but uh, i think that's a good idea so uh, we'll see how the rest of the season goes In the meantime uh, yeah, Matthew and EntertainmentTalk.org Twitter eTalkUK Contact page information in your show notes Get in touch Let me know what you think of the boys Or anything else related to Entertainment Talk as well uh, Thank you all very much for listening You can of course find everything that we've got On EntertainmentTalk.org If you want to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk We are on Patreon You can have a look at the $1 and $3 level tiers For instant podcast, ad free podcast And review options amazon affiliate link if you're buying stuff on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend it won't cost you extra itunes feeds please have a look at those rate review and subscribe to those either search for entertainment talk on your favorite podcast platform or search for a specific show name that we do as well or tv film video games gaming talk whatever you want to do uh search for that as well um So yeah, that's the iTunes feeds and everything. Uh, If you want your up-to-date and reliable TV and film news, David's got you covered on Geek Town, Code.ek and Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays. Check that out as well. Search for for Geek Town on iTunes and your favourite podcast platforms. Bex is streaming daily at the moment on Twitch. You can go and have a look at her and everything that she's doing over there. Trista Bytes, that's Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. B-Y-T-E-S, sorry. Uh, You can search for that on Twitch and uh... follow her go support her and subscribe to her over there uh... barry's doing a horror podcast at the moment over on talk and stalk um, and he's also doing lots of uh... dc stuff and comic book related stuff over on geektopia those are the two youtube channels you can go and look for those and subscribe to those on there as well so have a look out for that uh... that's everybody's stuff you can of course use word of mouth tell people that you know about the website the itunes feeds and everybody else's work uh, that would be really, really good. Social media, of course, Facebook, Twitter, different Facebook groups if you can. Uh, have a look out for all those. And lastly, Let's Play Sundays is back. Uh, the Avengers Let's Play went out this week, so you can look at that if you want to as well. Uh, but look out for those from now on every Sunday because the episodes are back. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.